And you are listening to WXRWLP 104.1 FM, River West Radio. This is the show state repping, and I have amazing guests in the studio. First off, we have Emily Segrist. Hello. State representative candidate in the 13th? 24th. 24th. Oh, my goodness. That was close. Ah, double that. <laughs> yeah. And we have your amazing daughter with us as well. That's right. I believe your name's Caroline. Yeah, it is. Awesome, Caroline. You know, Caroline, you are the youngest person we've ever had on the radio show. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Oh, my goodness. You, <laughs> you are so cute. Thank you. And, and brilliant. I can tell you're so smart. Thank you. What do you like to do, Caroline? I like to walk around. Now, that is a really cool activity because the weather is better, right? You get yeah. to walk around outside, not just in the house. This is the first time I've been on here. Yeah. And so has Emily. This is her first time, too. This is my first time. Very cool. Ooh, she and how old up. are you, Caroline? I'm five and a half. Oh, my goodness. When I was five and a half, I would hope I was even half as smart as you are. Even though I lost a tooth. Really? Mm -hmm. See? I can see that. Did that just fall out? Uh, it fell out a long time ago. I'm not sure remember the day it fell out. Okay. A long time ago. Gotcha. That's awesome. And you're five and a half, so you started kindergarten already. Yeah. This <sighs> is, I have one more snack day, and then I'm done with school for the whole, like, summer. Summer. Nice. Yes, today she had snack day. Snack day. She was oh, in charge man. of it. So it's time for adults to have snack day. Yeah, it is. Well, ask what she brought. What did you bring for snack day? I bring green vegetables. Green vegetables. Now that's cool. Because it's Earth Day. Yeah, it is Earth Day. Absolutely. And then did you get a chance to help your mom run for office when she was running? Uh, when I grow up, I want to be just a public and just like my mom. Nice. A public official in the making. That's right. Emily Segrist, you make great kids. Thank you. <laughs> She's a hoot, isn't she? Absolutely. She's the best thing. I Absolutely. Love her. So let's talk about, well, first off, you know, usually I get a chance to say, hey, this is State Representative David Bowen. I just started talking. It's I was okay. so amazed that Caroline <laughs> was in the, in the studio with us. Yes. So I always wanted to be here. Yeah, I just started talking. So, um, you know, shouts out to Jonathan Brustoff. The, uh, can the, my uh, bunny talk? Can your bunny talk? Yeah, we're coming back to your bunny because she has a bunny. And the bunny has to be a part of this interview, too. And uh, so Jonathan's taking care of uh, the prince, the prince of the 19th, uh, Mr. Boaz. And uh, uh, they're busy. Uh, they are busy. You know. So cute. Oh, man. That's a cute baby. And um, so, yeah, shouts out to them. They're, they're, I'm sure they're going to enjoy this weather a little bit. The weather's yes. better. No more cabin fever. We don't have to be stuck indoors, Wisconsin. We get to get out. Uh, a lot of people had fun last weekend um, hanging out and stuff like that outside. Yep. I had a chance to knock doors for uh, Tip McGuire oh, in yes. Kenosha. Yep. 
in the 64th district. That yep. was fun. Uh, me and uh, Elisa Lorta. She is my uh, co-partner in yeah on your ticket. Yeah, one of my ticket mates, and uh, she's running for second vice chair. So we had a really good time. She's from Kenosha. Uh, she, we were just down the street from where she grew up, and uh, it was really cool to have her uh, out on doors with us. And we talked to some really cool folks that, um, for the most part, they really like what they hear about Tip. And then there are also some folks that don't want to talk about Republicans. I mean, talk about Democrats at all. Absolutely. <laughs> I know how that it's goes. It's a mixed bag. But it's good that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I hear the word on the street is, is that you are right back in it. You ran in 2018. I and did. And you're ready to run again in 2020. Yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a crazy um, jumping right in already. But, um, you know, I was trying to decide if I was going to do it in 2020 or try to wait for new maps in 2022. Okay. okay. Um, and I kind of waved through everything. Uh, presidential year. Sure. I think Democrats are going to be excited. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know what the maps are going to look like in 2022 and how that's going to fare out, especially now after the Supreme Court yeah. election. Nobody knows. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, um, you know, and the other part is staying, staying relevant. Um, mm -hmm. You know, after four years, that's a long time to try to get back into it. So I thought, well, might as well. And if I'm deciding to do it, I might as well get in now before things really start amping up. You know, in 2020, we're going to have another Supreme Court election here in the state in that's April. Right. That's right. Um, and then it'll be the presidential year. So um, I figured I'd jump out before things really start, you know, getting crazy. Sure, sure. No, that's exciting. Um, first off, thank you for running. Um, the big part of our success was due to the fact that we had them we had probably the most impressive slate of candidates running for uh, all of the uh, legislative seats uh, on the democratic side and um, the fact that you guys all had a chance to help elect tony evers uh, on the grassroots level you know talking about an agenda that connects to him right um, i think that was important and it helped tony just get enough i to appreciate that make sure that uh Governor Walker isn't there. We could bring some power back to Democrats and yes. we can keep the ball rolling. Yes, exactly. No, and I, I appreciate you saying that because I, I think that we, at, at the bottom of the ticket, were forgotten a little mm. bit um, in his success and statewide. I mean, yeah. you know, um, Mandela and Sarah right. and, right. you know, Josh. I mean, we really brought home a lot of, of help for them to pull over that, that win. So, yeah. um, so thanks. Absolutely. And then let's also talk about your experience as a candidate. You know, one of the things I'm doing is I'm running for chair of the yes, Democratic Party. And, you know, there is a lot of influence that uh, the chair and everybody that's at the table, right? Yes. Tammy's Baldwin's team and Tony Evers' team and uh, the Assembly Dems and the Senate and the congressional members and uh, the folks with the party. So uh, there's a lot of influence on how... Uh, things go during our campaign mm -hmm. operations and uh, let's really talk about your experience as a candidate and you know what needs to be there uh, better yes. uh, to help better support candidates in the next cycle absolutely I think um, one thing that we need to really work on is reaching outside of our comfort zones of like mm. Milwaukee um, or Madison yeah. you know yeah. um, like Chris Ralph who ran in the 60th district which sure. is Cedarburg Shouts out to Chris. yes Mm -hmm. I mean, that was rural. And, mm. you know, they had never even had Republicans come out and knock doors. 
Um, and the same with Germantown. That was part of my district. I mean, these were territories that we've never, they haven't seen anyone. Mm. Um, and so trying to figure from either out. either side. Yes, from yeah. either side. Yeah. Because the Republicans, I think, take advantage of them. They, sure. they assume they're going to be Expect. there for them. Yeah. Um, and so there were many people that said, just because you're here, We'll, we'll vote for you. You know, mm-hmm. we're normally Republicans, and so we had yeah. split tickets. You did know, you so see that in the district you ran in, Foo? I in did, okay. even in Glendale. Um, okay. I, Glendale was split, and I had a lot of individuals who voted for Scott Walker and then voted for me. Wow, wow. You know, and, and so you, um, it's a, there's a big dynamic that we need to put in the groundwork in order yeah. to keep winning seats over and over again. I'm mm-hmm. not watching her. I don't know what she's doing. No, she's good. <laughs> Caroline's having a great time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Now she's got her Barbie. Um, And so, you know, I think with your seat at the table, hopefully with your win, you know, you're looking at what can we do to keep building on that momentum? Because we still need candidates to take that step and run in these hard seats. Um, You know, I don't know if anyone's going to run in District 60 because it's like an unwinnable seat. Mm. But Chris still worked her heart off and she got 10,000 votes out of there. I mean, you know, those votes add up. Um, And so we need to really understand how we're going to work on our messaging um, and how we can make it so that it's not such a we're these left liberals. We're individuals that really understand what's going on at the state level and we want to help and work, work with everyone. Yeah. And I think part of that is really eliminating the thought and the um, the thinking that we can over we can over um, overlook certain areas of the state because of how red they are, right? Yeah. And because you know there might not be a good chance of winning there, there is this perspective that we'll we let's just consolidate all of our resources, right. energy, and passion to the other areas of the state um, because we have more Democratic votes. The problem with that is is that, uh, one, our data gets worse because yes. nobody is talking right. to folks in that area. For sure. So, you know, uh, we'll have areas that we haven't knocked in years, yes. right, in, in many cycles. And then we also will run into situations where, uh, you know, like you said, nobody shows up. And literally, it, it's incumbent upon us to make sure that we're showing up yep. and engaging folks. Exactly. Regardless of what folks on the other side do. Right. So that we can really say, hey, we were in your we neighborhood. Were there. We were talking to you. We found out about the the water issues yes. that you have uh, on, on the grassroots level and the concern of uh, the lack of economic opportunity yep. um, that hasn't been highlighted, especially when Republicans have been in control for the last eight years. Yes. So there's a lot of opportunity for us to step up. Yep, exactly. Um, and, you know, as a candidate, it must feel somewhat daunting, um, you know, to not be in the top tier races, right? The the race or the districts where everybody's placing their bets on and their mm-hmm. priorities. And then the other districts um, that you may run in, right, are, are just seem like, well, good luck. Yep. <laughs> and that's really how... You should have more than a good luck. Yeah. And that's yeah. really how the party has made it, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. I mean, you know, I didn't get a nod... Chris Ralph didn't get a nod, but Liz Sumner did. You know, she is in District 23. Okay. Um, Which and was considered a more winnable seat. Yes, yes. And we worked really closely together, the three of us, because um, our districts were all next to each other. Mm-hmm. And we went to Emerge and together. And so that's how we kind of learned and became friends through the process. And nice. so we had very different districts. And sure. we were targeted very differently. And, okay. and I think, you know, we need to look at how 
we're also targeted. Like Liz did have problems being a targeted race. And I think the party needs to also look at how they want to help certain races and candidates um, because some of the help she got was not as beneficial as she would have probably would have wanted. Yeah. And, you know, for us, like Chris and, and myself, I mean, we don't need a lot of help, but it would have been nice to have some resources or some people, you know, maybe a weekend of canvassing for us or something that might just be a little more beneficial. Like, obviously, monetarily, everyone wants that help, but we understand that there's only so many resources you can do. Yeah. But when you look at some other targeted or races... Or help developing you so you can get better yeah, at raising resources for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Um, lists, people to contact. How do we fundraise? Mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately, that's the name of the game. Yep. And that's yep. why I'm also jumping in a lot earlier because, you know, there's only one pot and there's going to be a lot of hands trying to get in there. Yeah. And, and so um, if I can get out there earlier, I need, I need to get door cards going. I need to get all that stuff situated. I mean, you know, it's the name of the game. You just got to play it. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, we we brought up some stuff, uh, some issues, um, a bunch of us that had ran and uh, with the party and we're kind of working on how can we make it more streamlined? How can we make it a little more easier for candidates to want to run, um, knowing that they would have the party's help, um, whether that's, you know, how graphic designers, like, is there one graphic designer we could contract out and that person would be in charge of websites? Or, you mm. know, some areas like that um, where sure. the party would have like, hey, this is who we used for designing our lit. Yep. This is who we're using to print it um, and X, Y and Z. And this is the set amount that you would be, you know, fundraising towards. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Um, some of those uh, collaborations aren't don't have the chance to, to come together because you're left for to fend for yourself. It's exactly. Um, some of the preparation that could be there. Uh, to, to help you through the process of understanding who to talk to yep. and which uh, uh, maybe professionals that do different things, whether websites or printing that yep. you should have access to um, on and the front end, that, that would make sense that it wouldn't it be too hard to, to be to, able to do to that. To supply that. And I, I think that's what, you know, Republicans have that already jetted out. Yeah, it's much more streamlined. Yes. On their and side. so they're more efficient. So they're not True. wasting their time with that kind of stuff they're they're like out there trying to fundraise and schmooze and yeah. you know win well i guess one of the one of the things that i heard about was especially was as it gets closer to the get out to vote effort there's a door card that goes yes. on uh every uh every targeted door or whatever in that area yep. and it'll have the top tier candidates, right? It'll, it has to have Senator Baldwin who's yes. running to be reelected to the Senate. It has to have governor Tony Evers for sure. Yep. who's running for governor. Um, and then it's kind of like at this point, it's up to a debate or a question uh, answered by certain folks who else should be on the door card. Yes. And um, I was fortunate enough to get on, because I represent, like, I have four counties. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I so got part of Milwaukee, part of Washington. Waukesha and yeah. Ozaki. And Ozaki, yeah. Um, and I got on the Waukesha ticket of that, okay. which was nice. But, you know, I, I don't know if I got on every one of them. Got um, it. Yeah, so it is, you don't know how that's kind of figured out. But it's nice when it's, because it's just easier for yeah. everyone. Yeah. The canvassers, the volunteers who are motivated to get out, they have one thing and they just can go through it. Sure. Sure. And for me, if that's the one thing that we're arguing about, yeah. 
we're 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 wasting our time on the wrong things, right? There are much more bigger fish to fry. Yes. <laughs> when it comes yes. to decisions. And um, your race is so important, right? I look at the numbers in the state assembly right now where, you know, we were able in the last cycle to be thankful that we won a additional seat. Yes, Robin Vining. Robin Vining's, yep. And Wauwatosa, huge. Uh, no, even just with one race, imagine if it would have been just a few more, right? Um, your race and uh, Liz Summer's race and Chris's race. Dennis McBride. Yeah. He came really close. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think there's heightened focus now of seeing the potential of those, those especially those suburban Milwaukee yep. seats. Yep. Um, where now Republicans are definitely... Uh, not taking anything for granted they know that those seats are in play yes and uh the numbers proved themselves right mm -hmm. uh you just had uh the outcomes in that 2018 midterm 23,000 volunteer shifts 1.7 million, million phone calls and over 250 neighborhood teams around the state and uh an unprecedented effort in a midterm election where usually it would be very hard to yes. be able to produce those type of outcomes but we did it yeah and we 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 kind of know that it isn't rocket science. We just have to do the work. Yep. How do you spread that work around so it influences a district like yours? So um, during that time, there is a team that has formulated in Menominee Falls. And it's called the Menominee Falls Action Team. And it's, oh, nice. a, it's a married couple, Chris and Jennifer. Um, and they wanted to do something. And they made this team of, and volunteers. And um, 2018, they helped me with the get out the vote and I mean they really did some wonderful things and they have been taking that even further where now they their social media um yeah. they're out on Twitter you know they're they're trying to get donations so they they can get bigger because they really did a lot of work and that's a tough area Wa you know Waukesha County is a tough area yeah and so it's people that like that who are making this happen like they worked very hard for Neubauer's race Cool. in April and um, they're really excited that I'm planning to run again I am running again um, and you and heard it here first I know that is actually true um, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know people people like that who were moved to do something because of what has transpired the last few years with Trump's uh, presidency are stepping up to make a difference you know yeah. and we need those people you know not they they may not want to run and that's okay not everyone wants to run for office but like they have their niche and i think it's important that we have those type of teams throughout our state um because they're the ones that are doing the groundwork they're the ones contacting canvassers they're the ones organizing um, canvases um and so i need them as a candidate to help me win my district and right. so we need to like first off props out to them and second making sure that we can get that happening in germantown and cedarburg and you know rural parts of of the state superior wisconsin up north everywhere we need to have that happening that's awesome and so as we transition of you know you've definitely been a candidate in the 2018 cycle um i'm sure you heard some really important things on the ground um, and learned some really important lessons from that first race uh, what were the, the specific things that you were hearing that really connects with the residents in the the 24th? This will not be surprising, but health care, of course. Yeah. Um, and I think and that you came know, up over the weekend in Kenosha. Yeah. I mean, it's I think it's powerful health care stories. A big thing again come 2020. Sure. Um, and, 
you know, federally, they're making a mess of our health care and statewide there as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my opponent, Dan Canoto, does not support expanding Medicaid. Mm. And I don't understand how you will hear some of these stories and you're not moved by saying, yeah, like, people deserve action. access to yeah. health care. Absolutely. Um, and I think there's ways we can do it where, you know, Maybe it's we 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 decrease the age to 55. It's a buy-in, and people come in instead of 65. We lower it to 55, um, and I feel like that's a, a a good middle ground. I don't really see why that has to be such a partisan issue. Um, education, of course, is is the number one is also very important. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Germantown is a huge part of my district, and they're pretty conservative, but they've been really hit hard by Act 10 with their educators and. They can't keep them. You know, mm. they're only there for two or three years and then they're bouncing because their wages are low. They're working hard and they don't have the support of the community. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I think education is, a num- is it also up there on um, for issues for individuals in the district, but also statewide. Because um, you can see that Evers has made a big proposal in putting yeah. more money in our education system, which we sure. need to. Sure. Um, and... Um, infrastructure got you i went to a listening session last week with uh dan canodal had held and um a couple of the individuals there who lived in brown deer said infrastructure the roads were so terrible that they really wanted that to be addressed as well and so those were big things in 2018 i think those are going to be big things again in 2020 and i think it's just making sure that we all democrats who are running in 2020 whether it's state or federal have some sort of same kind of messaging so they know that everyone's on the same page how are we going to fund this how are we going to support it and how are we going to move it forward yeah and and the fact that it all went back to the basics we saw in the especially the tammy baldwin leah vukmir map of how just handedly she won that race yeah um it was very clear that people understood where tammy baldwin stood on health care and where leah vukmir stood on health care um as much as tony evers um was already the state superintendent of public schools. Scott Walker wanted to be the education governor, right? Mandel Barnes talks about the joke where he, he he thinks Walker got up every morning and talked to himself in the mirror would say, <laughs> I'm the education governor, even though that was <laughs> yeah. not true, right? There was no evidence that he ever uh, consistently supported the education of our kids. Um, but he truly balanced budgets on the backs of our kids, though. Yes, he did. And uh, we have so many examples right now of uh, folks that they see the need of a $1.5 billion investment yes. into our public education system, including $600 million just towards special education because we've yes. frozen uh, the resources for that. Um, and potholes. Potholes were a big selling point in the election and the fact that those potholes are slowly being fixed, but they could be fixed a lot more and quicker if we, you know, had a chance to bring more resources to the local level. Yep. Um, these are bread and butter issues. They are. Yeah. There's no way escaping it. And I'm, uh, it even kind of baffles me. Like, wait, what, what were we talking about before? I know. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's funny. What, what was else to talk about? Cause we, if we weren't talking about this, like, well, that's a problem. T- yes. And I think the other thing that we really need to focus is we want to be enticing to people nationally we want to be like hey wisconsin's a cool place and things that sell are we have good roads uh you know transportation um we should have had that the high rail that came you know from wisconsin to milwaukee to madison that would have been a great selling point yes um 
we had good schools. I mean, why are people going to move into Wisconsin? And we have proven that that has not been a priority. Yeah. And it's time to get back to our roots of what makes Wisconsin so great. Right, right. Um, let's also talk about, uh, you know, kind of the stories of uh, the folks of the 64th that like that really got to you. Um, some of the biggest supporters that would get behind you. I, I know as a candidate, it is uh, one of the most encouraging things that you can have are just real people that believe in you. Right. I think, and I, I agree with you, but it's also very, there's a lot of pressure there. Sure. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like you, you feel like these people are counting on you. You got to deliver. Yes. For sure. Um, I was doing doors and brown deer one time and there was a, a, a house I stopped at and it was a older gentleman. Um, okay. and he had worked for UWM and after act 10, he was forced into retirement and he was telling me just like what a struggle it is, um, how much he makes regularly and just like how it impacted his life. And I think if people heard these stories, because a lot of individuals believe Act 10 was, was a good thing, but it really wasn't. It really hurt a lot of people um, and people are still suffering from mm. the implementation of that, that legislation. Yeah. Um, there was another woman that, uh, she was denied, um, disability three times yet. She was deaf and blind mm. and she was getting $600 a month. Wow. And it's like, how can people expect to live off of that? I mean, that's just ridiculous. Um, and so there's stories, it's just like as when I was a nurse, there's a few of those people that really sit in your soul mm. that you take with as you keep journeying through this process because sure. you know it's taxing. I mean, yeah, absolutely. you're giving your your heart and soul to these individuals that probably may may not even vote for you. Yeah. You know, and here oh, you I've are. I've been through four elections. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, and sometimes you're just like, I'm really trying here. Yeah. Like, I'm a good person and I really do care. Like, you don't see my opponent out there doing 11,000 doors. Do you mm, know? Like, right, right. Um, and so, you know, like, I really want to be there for them. I want to sure. be their voice. I sure. don't, I'm not going to be bought out by big business or, or such. I'm going to be there representing the 24th district and what their needs are. And yeah. at the end of the day, there's a lot of the things that they have in common. And absolutely, I th you know, I mean, absolutely. people want healthcare and they don't want to have a $10,000, you know, high deductible. I mean, that's insane that they have to pay that much plus their co-pays and their meds. Like, mm -hmm. That, that is a nonpartisan issue and trying to convey that message to conservatives or Republicans. I've gotten better at it. Yeah. Um, and I, I can touch, I can actually have a good conversation with those people. Yeah. And you know, what's even, uh, you know, even uh, more interesting is that when you are a Democrat and you can get through or you can have a conversation in a different way that isn't tied to the uh, past experiences other moderate or conservative folks have had yes. and they'll say you know what i actually like that emily Segrist. i yeah. think i might go ahead and vote for her yes um you know uh i, I always find found that very interesting um because you could you could usually get folks that would count you out or as i was in kenosha i went to a couple of doors and some people would just say oh no democrats yep. <laughs> close the door and it'd be like oh i couldn't even have the conversation you can't with even you. like open i know and i yeah. even had you know you got to cut through that even like uh, a woman of color in, in a district such as that's, you know, more conservative and a little more, you know, affluent. I mean, that's a tough. We had people that would be like, where is she really from? Yeah. You know, and trying to break the stigma of like, listen, I I've done a lot for the community. And I still want to work hard for you guys. Um, so there's a lot of things to break as we 
keep running, you know, these mm -hmm. elections. Right. Okay. So we are, it's the spring, right? It's the spring. And uh, you're gearing up once again mm -hmm. to get back on the saddle. How, how tough was it to make the decision? Because, you know, as we can see, you know, your daughter's so amazing. Um, and your family is likely amazing. Uh, this does take you away from yeah, them. It does. Um, how, what, how tough was it to make the decision to get back in the race? Um, okay, honestly, it wasn't that hard. Oh, that's good. Yes. That's good. I, you know, I, it took, after I initially lost um, in November, there was like some mourning, you know, like sure. kind of processing how hard I worked and realizing that it came up short because um, losing never feels good. To no, me. it doesn't. Um, and then I took like a good month or maybe six weeks off, just kind of like I'm probably going to do it again, but I'm just going to kind of sit with it and see. Okay. Um, and then January, I was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do All it. Right, then you were sure. Yes. And All then good. I reached out to someone who's um, managing my campaign. I asked if okay. she would manage it for me um, and she said yes. And so in January, we I think we started meeting Okay. Weekly, maybe. And okay. since then, we've been meeting weekly, trying to just get the campaign plan ready, start planning yeah. events, door cards, all that, all that stuff that goes yeah. with it. Um, well, I look forward to your launch event. May 11th. May 11th. Launch event. In Glendale. It's our pre-campaign kickoff. Yes. Nice. Come four to six. Okay, good. Yes. Good, good, we good. would love to have you. Yeah. Um, we're fortunate enough that Jason Ray, uh, the secretary, oh, that's cool. yes, he's going to come. He'll yeah. be our main, um, guest and okay. he lives in my district. So I've, I'm very nice. fortunate, um, him and his that's right. husband, Philip, yes. yeah, yeah. um, hopefully we'll be there and big and shouts out to Jason Ray. That's right. Yeah. And Philip, his husband, yeah. Yeah. they're, they're wonderful they and they're amazing. very motivated. Um, and we're lucky, Milwaukee's lucky to have them here. So they'll be there as well. And yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. awesome. That's exciting. Caroline. Is your bunny coming to the event? Um, I'm not sure. You're not sure? Can we, can we, is he over there? Your bunny? Where's your bunny? My bunny's in my backpack. Okay, cool. Let's ask him. So this guy is named Sophie. Sophie? Yeah. Nice. I got him from the Easter bunny. Very cool. And he is really cute. See? Nice. And he lives in his own little box next to my bed, my pillow. Very cool. And I always snuggle with him. Every night I take him out of his bed and snuggle with him. Very cool. And then I always feel That's like a safe. lucky bunny. That's a really lucky bunny right there. Nice. So you got to bring him to the event, May 11th. The campaign kickoff. So That's then right. other people from the state repping fan base can come and meet your bunny. Okay, I'll bring him. Mr. Sophie. Mr. Sophie. Nice. Actually, a girl. Oh, oh it's a I'm girl. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought tra transgender. I don't know. Right, you know. right. Yeah. You know? You We're fluid over here. Some yeah. people, <laughs> yeah. some people can't mix that. <laughs> we, we accept anyone. That's right. No, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yes. No, and she's been... Um, you know, when I first ran the last cycle, hold on one sec. Um, she was my counterpart in all of it. She really, she Very was there. Cool. I spoke at the Women's March um, okay. when it was in Milwaukee. That's right. And I, I think I met you there. Yeah, I think so yep. too. That I was a while ago. March. Yeah. And she was on the stage with me. Yeah. Um, you did an amazing job speaking that day. Oh, thank way. you. You I, did. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, so you know, 
<laughs> she's, Caroline says you're welcome. I helped you. Um, that day. She Don't did. Forget. She's she's done doors with me. Cool. Um, you know she's come to events and nice. you know I think she, you know her and, and my then I life have is the best. The best. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> and I, I I always wanted to be alive. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's great. But I also have a, a two-year-old, and so he was pretty okay. young when I, okay. I jumped in the race. And, sure. Um, uh, he was born a long time ago. Yeah, a couple <laughs> years ago. And I remember the day when he Do turned you? two. Really? That was pretty And cool. Jody brought the cake. Yeah. The babysitter. Very Jody. nice. She Shout out to Jody. She sometimes watches me all day. Yes, when we work. When my mom or dad had to work. Good. And she always watched me or other babysitters who I like. So babies like you? Babysitters, you mean? Babysitters. <laughs> oh, the babysitters like you. But Good. babies also like her as well. I'm sure. I'm going to be a Republican that's like my mom when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong party, babe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I well, we know what you mean. Democrat, you mean? Yeah, I do. Okay. Democrat. Democrat. Or I can yeah. be a Republican. Well, she yes, yeah. she can be whoever she wants. Actually, yeah, that's actually true. Uh, I only knock doors like my mom. You knock doors like me. I help my mom all. I help her with her campaign. I help her with doors. I help her for everything. Very cool. <laughs> you are the campaign's secret weapon. Do you know that? Uh huh. And I'm just like yeah. I I'm a world cutest kid. There you go. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. That's how you get votes. I know. Oh, my gosh. She so cracks much, me up. I mean, you know, going through this process like you were talking about. Hold on, baby. Thank you. Um, you, you know, I'm not doing it because something for like me. I'm doing it because I want to make sure that my children, you know, have a future and that they're not Absolutely. having all the student loan debt and they're not, yeah. you know, like they're not worried about their health care. Yeah. Like, um, you know, we know that millennials right now um, are having troubles buying homes and they don't want to have right. children because they're, you know, it's going to be worse when our kids are it's older. pretty daunting already. It is daunting. Yeah. And so, you know, when I think about the future, it's like if I don't do it, you know, who's Who going to step up? Mm -hmm. And n no one has ran against my guy for three or four cycles. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because it's a tough, it's a tough district. It mm -hmm. is, and and I I know what I'm getting myself in, yeah. into. And he's and been there for a while. He's been there, yeah. Huh. He's on his seventh, I think, term. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's 14 years in politic years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time for him to go. No, I'm just. I mean, it is. But um, you know, I think we need someone that understands that represents the district differently. Sure, I'm a mom. Sure. I'm an educator. Um, healthcare provider. I served in the military, and those are things that yeah, bring yeah. life experiences that make me more empathetic and understanding sure. of what people are going through, whether yeah. whatever they're Republican or Democrat. Yep. Um, yep. And you know, Dan hasn't had that kind of life experiences, and he's a small business owner. But at the end of the day, that's about it. Um, and so I think I bring a lot. And small more. business owners are important. Yes, and I'm. The only issue is. <laughs> The only the only issue is when you support four point five billion dollars in subsidies for one foreign corporation. Yes, it's kind of not really small business minded no, anymore. No, it's not. And and you know he they've made it the Republican legislature has made it harder for small business owners absolutely to absolutely. want to start a business. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. You know, and we need that innovation here yeah. in Wisconsin. We're so behind. Our numbers uh, leave us at the bottom of the pile yes. in the country where we literally uh, are at the bottom rank for uh, the amount of businesses that last, uh, that are new, and the creation of, yeah. uh, of new businesses. So um, we got work to do. We do. And I'm glad we have great candidates like you. Thank you. That are forging the way forward. Yes. And, I, you know, the, the other part of the whole running is hopefully inspiring other individuals who kind of thought, like, maybe I, I, I was kind of thinking about it, but, like, I don't know what it really entails. And um, I had someone who knocked doors and helped donation-wise with my campaign, and he ran this past cycle in April okay. for school board in, oh, for North, school board. in Fond du Lac. Nice. Yes, and he won. Oh, that's really cool. And, you know, it was And that's really, how you build a real bench. Yes. Focus and, on a local level. And it was, local it's awesome, officials. like, to know, like, you know, I had a small part in kind of, like, inspiring someone to take that leap because it is it is a sacrifice. And it's, you know, hold on, baby. Um, uh, and there's another woman that I've been in contact with who's also thinking of running for county board in, okay. like, the Appleton Green Bay area. Good, good. Um, and, and so, you know, kind of answering those questions because she's like, well, do I file and how do I do this? And, sure. and then do I open an account? And, like, those things are – they're – you kind of just learn on the job. And so it's yeah. like, at least I can provide that little mentorship of helping them get started. Um, and then I'm just like, let me know what I can do. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to do some doors, I'll, I'll be there, you know, and, or yeah. signatures. Um, so, you know, ho- supporting everyone who's a little more trying really local level, trying to get mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. Cause we need them. Absolutely. And there's so much, uh, potential that can an impact that can be made on the local level too yes uh that sometimes it gets gets overlooked it absolutely i mean school board's important yeah county board town board Mm -hmm. those matter um and and we need people that are fighting for you know raising tax levies or whatever it might be i mean however they're doing their running their board like liz sumner she's on the village board and she's been on the village board for two cycles now i think um and just listening to like what their issues are has like made it easier for me to understand more local government. Yeah, yeah, and and holding uh, the levels at uh, appropriate amounts so yes. that public education can be funded and that folks can afford to live in their homes too. Yeah, I don't think it's hard to walk and chew gum at the same time. I don't think so either. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Common sense, elected <laughs> leaders is what we need. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into. Uh, the lightning round, right? Okay. Favorite favorite Wisconsin beer? Favorite Wisconsin beer. Mm. Are you a beer girl? I'm not a beer girl. Okay. All right. What else other Wisconsin drink do you like? That's the, oh, what's right there? Brandy Sweet Old Fashioned. Nice. My mama. All right. <laughs> um, That's probably my drink of choice. Okay. Would you like to get it? Who uh, makes the best old fashioned? Oh, that's that a good had? question. You know, like the small bar. I go to a lot of like local bars by in my district. Okay. Um, and there's a couple in Brown Deer, Libby Montana's. That's in Mequon. Libby Montana's yes. in Mequon. I'm coming to get an old fashioned. Yes, they they make a good old fashioned. Okay. Um, and the Brick in Glendale. Okay. Um, they're off uh, Green Bay. They make a good brandy sweet old fashioned as well. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool beans. Uh, what else in the lightning round? Um. Favorite place to vacation? Mm. Well, I don't know if I have a favorite place, but I'm taking the kids by myself on a 12-day road trip this summer. Oh, wow. That sounds really cool. Caroline, are you ready for this road trip? Yes, I am. (laughs) And are you, uh, do you have plans on what you're going to bring? 
Yes, I are, do. Are you going to bring um, uh, Sophie? Miss uh, Sophie. Yes, I'm bringing her. Okay. Because I want to show everybody who's coming with us. Very cool. All yes. right. Who's awesome. At the Twelve day road trip. Yeah. With take mom. Twelve yes. days. Nice. Yeah. Probably take a whole year to get there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, it should be fun. Um, because my my husband has a crazy work schedule, and so um, I have a couple weeks off before the semester starts. Okay. Um, and so we're gonna go visit some friends in Ohio, and then we're gonna go to Louisville and okay. Asheville, North Carolina, Atlanta. Okay. Um, Chattanooga. Nashville, Indianapolis, and then home. Nice. So, okay, and that's the summer, right? That's the summer in August. We're gonna, I'm gonna take okay. the kids and cool. pack up in the Subaru. Cool beans, because by next August you no, won't be able to do that. That's exactly. <laughs> no, like that'll be a busy it. summer, yes, right? That's um, it. And then let's also, you know, a lot of folks are gonna come here for the first time, a part of the DNC. Yes. And. Yes. Um, they'll get a chance to get a taste of what Wisconsin summers are like, and they I don't know. understand. You know, we got hard winters because we have really fun summers, we right? Do. God is just balancing us out. That's right. And he's like, you guys can't have it both ways. You can't have your cake and, and eat, eat it, it too, too, right? So you got to go through this winter. If you last through the winter, <laughs> you get this really fun summer. If you can't last, you don't deserve it, yes. right? Go to Florida. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, what 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 about uh, Wisconsin? Um, summers do you really like? You know, I I enjoy gardening, okay, um, good. and so uh, I belong. This is gonna, I'm a, this is going to age me, but um, I belong to a garden club. And there are garden clubs. Yes, I'm actually a co-president of it. Get out of here! <laughs> no wonder you're so well known. Okay, now talk to me <laughs> about these garden clubs. Yes. Do you guys go to each other's houses and gardens and like drink and so look at I each other's gardens? We're, our goal is to increase our membership because this probably is not going to be surprising, but nationally garden clubs are a dying breed. Ah. So we really want to try to, I feel like this is like, I don't know, like. I feel like you guys, if you guys had to add drinking to it and then all of a sudden people are going to sign we up. We do have a summer soiree coming up in July, which right. um, one of our members, Laura, makes her own lemon cello. Cello? Is that right? Lemon cello. Yeah. Like, so she, it's like, I think it's vodka and lemons and then sugar. Okay. It's like a really sweet. Okay beverage al alcoholic beverage right. um and so it's like our a little nice get together and we can relax and okay. enjoy the summer and it's, it's in her garden she has a beautiful garden um nice. yes and so no no I'm, i sound like an old lady but um but yeah we're really trying to work we it's in whitefish bay i used to okay. live there and so right. the garden club hold on baby you, you can talk in a second baby <laughs> yeah we're coming back to yeah, you caroline we'll don't worry <clears throat> um so we're working on trying to make it a little more greener, environmentally friendly. Yeah. Um, so we have a couple of projects that we're working on just to try to have more native, like pollinator friendly plants because um, our pollinators are in trouble. And so, you know, that's kind of like what our focus is on reducing plastic, um, just educating the community and working with other organizations to try to promote them like Teens Grow Greens. Um, you know, yeah, they, big shots of Teens Grow, yes, Grow Greens because they are in my district right on Green Bay Road. Oh, nice. Or Green Bay Avenue right there. They're a great, yeah. that's a great organization. They yeah. came and um, talked to us and like they're doing amazing things. Yeah. So they hire young people during the summer. They do. And it's almost that time actually to bring them back on. They've yes. been on the show before. So 
big shouts out to yeah. Charlie Uline and yes. all those amazing folks over there. Yeah, they're doing some great things. And so working with them, you know, like organizations like that or Urban Ecology or, you know, Victory Garden Initiative, shout yeah. out to Gretchen Mead, you know, that those organizations trying to yeah. learn about them and hopefully helping and Peace them support Gardens. them. Shouts yes. out to my, my good friend. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm blanking on her name. Um, she was right there in my head because we were talking, literally talking about her in a meeting last week in Madison and her name came up. Okay, it's going to come, back, come to back to you. Yeah, but the Peace Garden Initiative too. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. there's really neat things about Milwaukee that I don't feel are discussed. They're kind of sure. overlooked. Sure. And, you know, because like, we have, it's a tough city. Like, we have a lot going on and, and I think, you know, also focusing on that there are a lot of great things happening in our in our town and that we should be proud of. Yeah. Um, you know, and you look at the Bucks, you look at the Brewers, you look at the Packers, we got the Pfizer Forum. I mean, we're really a great area right now. Yeah. It's a lot going on. Yeah. And we're being recognized globally. Yes. All right. Around the country. We'll have the world stage here in the summer yep. uh, of twenty twenty. Um I just heard after that there's another big gathering in August. Oh, man. What was it? Anyway, mother, other big things are happening, right? And uh, Not yet, baby. Yeah, we're coming to you next. And, you know, we're, we're actually, we're coming to you right now because, right, your turn. Uh, you know, what do you like to do during the summer, Caroline? I like planting plants. Because you already like to walk around. So you like, yeah. you like planting plants? Yeah. I oh, like good. to do everything. So I you have a green thumb. You're a gardener. Yeah. Um, Didn't we plant some seeds this week? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, we nice. We all different kinds of ones. We Very did. cool. Spinach, lettuce. We, we also have something new planting in the garden. And we have some oh, blueberry cool. bushes and raspberry bushes to plant. Yeah, right? we had to plant those. I love raspberries. Oh, <laughs> I love raspberries, too. And guess They're what? tasty. My dad always told me, if you eat a blueberry, you have super ice powers. <laughs> super nice. ice powers. That's how he gets them to eat their fruit. <laughs> super ice powers. Because in reality, you really are a superhero. Yeah, I'm like a superhero kid. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. You can knock a crazy amount of doors at one time. I know I could do that. Mm -hmm. I can knock every door and hand out stuff. That's right. And I can hold out like And you can get folks to vote? Yeah, I'm making people to vote for my mom. Oh so man. Because she's the smartest mom. Nice. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. See, so oh, I've yes. I've I've run in four different elections, but I never had Caroline. Well you know? I've had some other young people with me. But I think you're gonna need her. <laughs> I always won for the campaign. Nice. <laughs> And then and she's, uh, cheap. <laughs> and she's cheap. You just have to feed her <laughs> so like we'll, chicken fingers. So we'll see fingers. if we can get you to come to the convention. Oh, she'd like that. Come to the convention, and then we'll we'll sign autographs because uh, I know people are going to want to meet you after this radio interview. Maybe I could come every day to here. Oh my goodness, <laughs> every day? Yeah. You'd be so gracious enough to do that. Yeah, I'll come here like every day. I want to come here. Oh and then man. I'll keep talking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I'm 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 down for that, Caroline. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, and so the humility is there. You can see that. Exactly. Oh my goodness. You know, I wanted to raise a confident and brave daughter. Yeah. And I, I think I've well, succeeded. I think you have. Yeah. I mean, now I gotta I, I gotta work on like modesty and, and <laughs> humility and just, you know. She's a superhero kid. <laughs> yeah. Like you know. It could be worse, you know? <laughs> it could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> She's doing all right. 
Oh my goodness. Well, I never been a real kid. You know I what? always wanted to be a real kid. You are a real kid. <laughs> She's like, I'm do a superhero want, kid. Why don't you tell David <laughs> what, you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a, maybe a nurse for animals. Yeah, she wants okay. to be a vet. Okay, awesome. Because being a vet is taking care of animals. Yeah. And I want to take care of the cute animals. Nice. They're so fluffy. They're so fluffy. Yeah. And then that means, do you get the chance to watch the shows with the veterinarians helping the animals on TV? Uh-huh. You watch those? Sometimes I do. Okay, nice. What are we going to watch tonight? We're going to watch the Bucks. Hey. That's right. The Bucks Shops are playing the tonight. They are painted tonight. Yes. And, and with Caroline's help. Yes. And energy. That's right. They're going to I'm full win. of energy every day. <laughs> <laughs> full of energy every day. You hear that, Giannis? <laughs> Right. You hear that, I Middleton? That. Full of energy every day. That's what we need from you. Oh, my goodness. And Can you imagine if she was giving the halftime speech? Oh, my goodness. In the locker room? It would be insane. She'd be like, Guys, guys I have energy every day. I have energy. You should have energy. I'm a superhero kid. Let's go. If I can <laughs> do it, do you this. can do it. Giannis, you can do this. <laughs> I know she has, a, I got a jersey for her today. So I'm oh, hoping very she'll cool. wear it tonight. Nice. It is Giannis's. Yes. 34. Are you excited to wear a Giannis jersey? Are you going to wear it? Mm-hmm. Okay, you you heard awesome. it. You're going to wear it. Are you going to wear it to school, too? Because um, I think you guys are on spring break right now, right? We aren't. She had it a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. That's kind of a weird schedule. Okay. Uh, and when I bring this back, guess what I'm bringing? What are you bringing? What are you going to bring? I want to bring cookies. Oh. Nice. Yeah, today she she had to bring a vegetable, so she brought <coughs> roasted broccoli. Roasted broccoli. Sounds puppy. delicious. Yep, I see the puppy. Yes. Awesome. I like I look at, at puppies because cool. they're so cute and fluffy. Yeah, and then you'll have to you'll have to like volunteer at like the Humane Society. Really? That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then I'll you can be help take care of the animals. Yeah. I'll make sure that if somebody needs an animal problem, I'll just fix it up. That's right. <laughs> This is so cool. Oh, well, thanks for uh, letting me. I wasn't sure how it was going to go. but No, perfect. Uh, Turn out very well. No, uh, almost. We're almost. almost. Yeah, we're we got almost. a few more minutes. <laughs> so what we usually do is towards the end of the show, we start talking about some of the things that are happening right now, um, in, especially in politics and things happening in the community, um, some of the hot-button issues that are really out there. Um, I think since the last time uh, that we had a show, uh, there now is uh, the report, the Robert Mueller report mm-hmm. on the national level, uh, which talks about the. It doesn't make a conclusion if collusion happened, right? It basically says, among the evidence that's out there, that they don't have enough to charge for collusion, but there clearly is a lot yes. of. Evidence (laughs) of uh, a lot of illegal activity, uh, unethical activity um, that has happened. Uh, And, you know, very clear where folks put party above country. Yes. Um, So, you know, let's talk national politics for for a bit. So um, do you ever listen to Pod Saves America? Yeah. Um, And so they they cover there. They have like two shows a week. And so I listen to it like pretty religiously um and just listen to how what their perspective is on the proceedings and 
you know, Elizabeth Warren came out this week saying that she thinks that we should pursue impeachment. Um, and that, you know, I think the thing that we really need to understand is that we should be holding our president of the United States, whatever party, accountable to wrongdoings. Absolutely. Because that's a very moral position. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really think that Congress needs to look at it and and not look at it as a... Um, such a hot topic where they're worried about losing seats, they need to do the right thing. And the right thing is obviously not the easiest thing. Exactly. And so, you know, they need to hold President Trump accountable for his actions. Um, And if that means pursuing impeachment, um, then that's that's where they need to go with it. They just need to step up and do the right thing. Um, And, you know, like they need to take a look at it. Uh, it's just unfortunate yeah, it's that different it's always than, like, just ignoring it completely. Yes. Because yeah. then what are we saying? Mm-hmm. You know, what, how is that going to, cause then there's going to be another president who will be like, well, if he got away with it, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to do it too. Yeah. Um, and you look at Richard Nixon and his vice president and they were both in a world of hurt, um, during that yeah. time. And the VP had to resign and Nixon had to resign. I mean, it was a mess. Yeah. So I think we need to put that same amount of pressure and that same amount of, of, you know, I don't know what the word I want, but on Trump and on our yeah. Congress people. Yeah, that onus has to be there. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Um, I, I do find it alarming that there are so many people right now affected by the criminal justice system um, for mundane Stupid issues. Um, and they're where they in literally prisons. they get. Uh, they get arrested. They lose jobs. Yep. Uh, they uh, sometimes, even when they didn't do it, um, they are forced to go through um, unspeakable actions and uh, outcomes uh, just because they are targeted um, uh, based on uh, their skin color yep. or based on how much uh, resources they have access to and that they won't be able to fight it. Um and, you know, it's just a complete night and day scenario. And, you know, we saw the same thing with uh, bankers that caused the uh, housing stock market crash. Um, we see it repeatedly that there are some folks, even when there is clear evidence, sometimes on video, sometimes recorded, sometimes on record. I know. Um, and it's clear that they did it and they will not be targeted or uh, touched in the same way that the system touches everybody else. And, you know, if we truly want fairness, if we truly want um, folks to believe that uh, it's a real justice system and not a just us system. Yeah. um, I like that. You know, it it, it needs to be very clear that if you do wrong, um, prosecutors are going to treat you in the same way. Yes. The system is going to treat you in the same way as it would anybody else um, if they committed wrongdoing we need to look at our we need to really look at criminal justice reform sure and how we're going to look at that as a country um you know privatization of of prisons and mm-hmm. you know who's making all this money on having all these prisons yeah um, or the amount of money our state just spends on a ridiculous it's, amount yes. on incarceration for sure we yeah. spend i think roughly twenty thousand dollars a day on housing individuals um i was or a year a year yeah mm-hmm. and i was 
because I was kind of looking at starting a non before I was like, okay, I, I knew I wanted to do something more. Oh yeah, we didn't really running. get a chance to talk about what you did before you ran. Well, and I, <laughs> I so you can give us a quick gist of like a 60 second oh blur. of like who i am <laughs> of what you did before you you know you weren't just always a candidate right no um yeah so i i was a registered nurse i joined oh um, yeah you mentioned that part okay yeah so i was um i joined the army right after 9 11 mm -hmm. um and i became a medic uh and that led me into my medical career okay and i became a nurse okay and then got uh went on and got my master's at uw madison um nice. And became a nurse practitioner, and I practiced as an NP for a while, and then I've I've gotten into education. So I, I teach nursing students. Um, I do the clinical part, so I bring them into the hospital, and I teach them, you know, the hands-on stuff: how to do IVs, how to hmm. play cards. Um, you know, we prefer go fish. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but nice. you know, um, and so I get I. I've really enjoyed teaching the last couple of years um, with with, stu with nursing students. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like I do the garden club. I sit on the committee on environment in River Hills. Um, I'm raising these two munchkins and you know, what other, whatever else I can dabble in, um, I'm trying to, you know, make this world a better place for these kids. Okay. okay, we're coming back to you, Caroline, because <laughs> we have two minutes left. So oh. you have to give us, uh, what is your favorite food? My favorite food. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on one sec. Okay, there you go. now you go. My favorite food is chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. There you go. Because they taste super <laughs> duper good. <laughs> they taste so good. That's right. There you go. That's how you get the kids. That's right. Emily, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, um, thank you. It's been a really quick. It's been fun. Uh, Popping one you, hour. You. Thank you, Caroline. <laughs> you have been amazing be this here. whole interview. <laughs> and I look forward to the impact you're going to make uh, back on the campaign trail. Thank mm -hmm. you. May 11th, guys. You That's guys right. have heard it. Where is it at again? Um, it's in Glendale at oh, in Nancy Kaplan's house. And you can find Nancy it Kaplan's on house. Facebook, on my Facebook page, MLC underscore WI. Awesome. <laughs> I wish I had a picture of this, guys. It, she's she's holding on the mic like she just got an award. I so. know where she is. <laughs> she <laughs> um, loves this. But yeah, Nancy Kaplan, big shout to her. Yes, um, love that she, woman. Uh, and does her really good Stewart. work with the yep. Democratic Party. Yes, she does. There's a lot of work to be done. So yes, um, I look forward to all the work that you will embark on, um, engaging residents, talking about the hard issues, uh, not taking no for an answer, and yeah. And good luck to you, June first and second. Yeah, yeah, convention. we got a big, got a big race. We got yes. Big shouts to uh, we're, man. We're almost in a different county every night. I start to lose track. Oof. Uh, you know, you can't go in the room and say, "Hey, Sheboygan Democrats." Yeah, you're, like, you're really uh, in Oshkosh. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to State Rep. And we out.